the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to have you with us this evening. And if you haven't been with us thus far this week, we have been sharing about spiritual success and prosperity. The emphasis I want to put on the word spiritual, spiritual success and prosperity. And it's important to see that the spiritual prosperity and success is very different than how the world interprets success and prosperity. As we have done every evening, we want to start by quoting Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9, which is important to keep in mind as we go through further scriptures today. Isaiah 55, beginning at verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to keep this verse in mind, because we cannot define words from our point of view, but we must understand the words of God from his perspective. So we want to encourage you, to listen to the podcasts of the past three evenings, to hear the previous messages will give you a further background for what we're talking about today and tomorrow. And you can hear the podcasts by going on your internet to ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Thank you. Good idea, Junie. So we are going to speak today, based on the verses we've spoken about giving you the ingredients to achieve spiritual success and prosperity, along with their biblical references. For example, Psalm 1, the first three verses. In order to prosper in whatever we do, we should not walk in the counsel of the wicked, we should not stand in the ways of sinners or sit in the seats of scoffers, but we are to delight ourselves in the instruction of the Lord and meditate on the word. In 1 Kings 2 Verse 3, David was speaking to Solomon, and he said to him, To walk in the ways of God, 
to keep his commandments in order to succeed in all that you do. We read from Deuteronomy 29, verse 9. Moses was speaking to Israel, and he said, Keep the words of the covenant, do them, so you can prosper in all that you do. We spent some time in Joshua, chapter 1, the first eight verses. And the Lord tells Joshua to be strong and very courageous. This, of course, was after Moses died, and he was anointing Joshua to lead them into the promised land. So he tells Joshua to be strong and very courageous, to do according to the covenant. Do not let the word depart from your mouth. Meditate on the word and do all that is written in it, and you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. The Hebrew word for success is sochal, which literally means to act wisely and to be prudent. So we see success and prosperity from the Lord's view is quite different from the from the Lord's view is different from the world's view although admittedly God can prosper any one of us materially as well my our question to you are you spiritually successful and are prospering in the things of the Lord second kings chapter 18 we read the first 7 verses the Lord prospered Hezekiah wherever he went because Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, he clung to the Lord, and he followed the Lord, and he kept his commandments. You see these ingredients that are necessary to be prosperous and successful in the Lord. And Junie, we must say this, on our own, we can't do it. One of the things that dawned on me as we were doing this, as we're doing this program now, Junie, we need to be successful and prosperous in the Lord when we submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit. He is our teacher. Second Chronicles 26, we read the first five verses, and the word says, As long as Uzziah, King Uzziah, sought the Lord, the Lord prospered him. In other words, another ingredient is, are we seeking the Lord? And tied in with that, I want to read from Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14. You shall seek me and find me, when you search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you. Junie, I just get the impression that Jesus is waiting. He's waiting for us to seek him. He will always be available. So what can we conclude about being spiritually successful and prospering? I think, Junie, just to make it a bottom line situation, it's basic to seek the Lord, to hear the word, and obey the word. It's interesting, Junie, that those who listen to us on a regular basis know that we close our Friday evening programs by reciting the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Shema, as I said before, and we're going to continue speaking about this, Shema in Hebrew means to hear, but it also means to obey. John 8, verse 47, He who is of God hears the word of God. John ten twenty seven, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me, which said, implies clearly they hear and they obey and they obey my word. Shelley's pointing his finger at me, so I guess it's time for me. <laughs> uh, I think it's very important in knowing that when the Lord speaks in the scriptures through prophets, apostles, men and women of God, 
that he breathes on those words so they are really his. And in 1 John chapter 5, verses 6 through 9, it says, This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with water only, but with water and with blood. It is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and the three are in agreement. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For the testimony of God is this, that he has testified concerning his son. And if you remember when they pierced Jesus's rib to see if he was dead, blood and water fell from him. In John 8, 18, it reads, I am he who testifies about myself and the father who sent me testifies about me. Powerful verses, Junie. And, you know, we're going to talk a little about the issue of being a witness and a testimony. The testimony of Jesus is so powerful. And we see that as we live according and allow the Spirit of God to put the ingredients that will allow us to be spiritually prosperous and successful is allowing the Spirit to direct our steps. And that testimony will be a witness to all that know us, hear us, or even see that we are different. So God's voice was very clear declaring Jesus as his son. And I, we see that especially in two specific occasions. The first one was at the actually at the beginning of his ministry was his baptism. We read Matthew's version of that, Matthew 3.17. And behold, a voice came out of the heavens, said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Mark also reports it this way. A voice came out of the heavens. You are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Thirdly, we look at Luke chapter 3, verse 22. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came out of heaven. You are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Powerful, Junie. And we see here the confirmation of what John wrote in chapter 8, verses 18 I am he who testifies about myself, and the Father who sent me testifies about me. Yes, Lord. And he heard, and it was written, and all that saw Jesus being baptized, which, by the way, Jesus said he did that for us to know what we should do, that that voice came from the Father in heaven. Hallelujah. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Well, let's look forward in the ministry of Jesus after people began to realize who he was. 
We go to the Mount of Transfiguration, and this is again from Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Matthew reports this, While he was still speaking, a great cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud said, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Hear him or listen to him. Mark 9, 7. Then a cloud formed, overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. In Luke chapter 9, verse 35, then a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. So Jesus basically, uh, the Lord, I should say, basically said in both situations that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. But he added regarding the Mount, on the Mount of Transfiguration, hear him or listen to him or take heed to what he's saying because Jesus' works were being seen and his testimony was verifying the, the, the prophetic verses in the Hebrew scriptures. What's amazing, Shelley, is you said the Lord. And it's true because Jesus said, I and the Father are one. And this voice came out of the cloud declaring, this is my beloved son, listen to him. In other words, Matthew, Mark, and Luke proclaimed the voice of the father coming out of the cloud affirming that Jesus was the Father's beloved Son, in whom he was well pleased, and he said, Shema, hear and obey him. Very, very powerful. Lord, bless this program and the hearing of it in our listeners' ears. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.